Hello and welcome to You Need Some Grace, the podcast with no description because life just doesn't happen in a box and we talk about random stuff. So I am your host, Grace, and I'm so excited to talk about today's episode. We're going to be talking about goal setting for 2024. It is insane to me that 2024 is like literally a couple days away. If you're listening to this now, it is today. So happy New Year's Day. I am going to, like I did in the last episode, give you a framework for how I goal set. So last week we talked about how we reflect on the year. This episode, we're going to talk about how we goal set for the next year. Probably a controversial opinion, but I don't really believe in goal setting with like smart goals. And I think some people, if you're a very ambitious and driven person, you're going to be like, you're full of crap and not listen to me. But the reason I say this is because I used to, I, I used to be very ambitious. I have mellowed out a little bit as life has gone out um, the way it has. But if the goal is, I'll use a, a you know, the famous one everyone does, I'm going to lose 20 pounds. Well, if my smart application to that goal is going to be, I'm going to go to the gym four times a week. I'm going to drink a ton of water and I'm going to eat this specific diet. I, to me, that just feels like there is not enough. You as a person living in January do not have enough information to make those kinds of decisions necessarily about every aspect of your life for the rest of the year. As much as I would love to say I have that much control, I'm also self-aware and recognize that I don't have that much control. I think there is, for me personally, a lot of weight lifted when I allow myself to make a goal and how that goal gets achieved is going to have to change depending on what is happening in my life that in January, I am just not privy to that information yet. The way that I set goals is through categories of life. Setting goals in specific categories of my life helps me. I feel like I compartmentalize a little bit more than some people. So this is just helpful. And it gives me really easy checkpoints throughout the weeks or months ahead that I can say, okay, how am I doing in that specific category? And instead of sometimes I mean, this could bite you in one way, but it's like, I may look at it and say, I'm doing really good in these and that's amazing. I need to kind of work a little bit harder in these other ones and see how that kind of shifts throughout the year. So it does kind of help me feel a little bit better about myself (laughs) if it's like, okay, one part is not going as well. Well, that's okay because another part I've worked really hard in. So now I just need to learn how to maybe establish some more habits in that area. And then I can work on establishing um, some, some actual tangible goals before making those habits. Before I move on, I will kind of touch bait or touch on what I just said. So I feel like what I do is I have the category, I make goals for that category, and then And I try and establish, if it's possible, a routine or a habit that would help that naturally implement into my life. So if it's my job, and I'm not going to start on that one. That's a bad one to start on. If it's my health is the category, the goal may be that I want to, I don't know, lose 20 pounds. Then the habit that I'm going to form is going to be going to the gym or I'm going to drink more water. It's kind of what I talked about previously, but there is no, I'm going to drink X amount of water every single day. I'm going to track it. Like I, I kind of want to lean a little bit more on my brain to kind of, to naturally implement these things after a while so that I'm not using so much of my effort and so much of my brain power in space 
to make those things happen. I feel like that is the easiest way to make sure that you get goals done. And especially if you're ambitious and you have a lot that you want to get done or a lot that you um, have set goals for, habits are going to be your best friend. So let's talk through the different categories that I personally am using as the categories that I'm going to plan goals for. They are job, health, finances, spirituality, travel, routine, and relationships. So let's just jump right into the first one. I will also preface there are going to be some things that I maybe don't share on here, but I am very excited to share very soon, hopefully. So there may, it may sound like, okay, that wasn't very robust, but I'm working on some stuff right now. So number one for my job, um, I just want to get more comfortable in the job that I am currently working. It's been a little bit of a hard start to be really honest and a very new area for me. And so I just want to feel a little bit more comfortable and a little bit more like I know what I'm doing. (laughs) So that is a goal. There is no real habit for that. And that is kind of a goal that is a little bit more of a, I'm leaning on some outside people to help me do that. It's not necessarily something that I can say, and I'm going to do these four things. that's going to help me do that. It's really is I just have to play out the course and remember that the goal is that I feel more comfortable. Another reason this helps, and this is kind of where I think some people get a little bit too specific with goals because everything ends up being on your shoulders to get it done. My goal is to get more comfortable with my work um, and to start, you know, establishing relationships in here. I can't, there's, there's not necessarily, of course I could say I'm going to go to coffee with some people or I'm going to have a weekly meeting with my boss or something like that, but that's all stuff that I already do. And I have to just trust the natural process of time and, um, let that play out its course for that goal to happen. There's not anything I can strangle into into being <laughs> that will make that a thing. So you'll notice a couple of goals that I have throughout um, this episode that you're like, hmm, that doesn't really necessarily sound like something you can do. And maybe it's not, but it is something that I'm maybe having faith for as well. Especially as a Christian, I think with goals, it's really good to incorporate. And where am I going to have faith for that goal? Where am I going to not try and figure it out, not try to control it, but just trust that that is something I can pray about. And that if the Lord wants that for me, that it will happen. That is definitely one of them, just getting comfortable with my work. Um, another thing that's going to be really important for me for 2024 is going to be relationship building. And I do mean that more in a professional sense. I knew a lot of people in the um, old place that I lived in Jackson. I know a lot of people I've lived there my whole life. I had lots of professional connections for a 23-year-old. Now being in Colorado, where I don't know anyone, establishing professional relationships throughout the city is just going to be really important for me and what life is hopefully going to be looking like in the future. So networking is going to be really big for me. I used to be such a social creature and I don't know what happened to me. I just think life mellowed me out a lot and honestly probably gave me anxiety. And so I am not as social as I used to be. And I'm kind of trying to work against that a little bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's just real networking when you're eight years old and have, I don't know, nothing to worry about and really nothing in mind. And everyone loves you because they just ask you a bunch of questions about yourself is very different than being 24 years old. The anxiety that comes with that specifically, honestly, too, I think growing up in our day and age is the social anxiety that comes with that. 
there are so many things that I'm like, I don't know what to ask and what not to ask. I remember being in a conversation and I like the entire conversation, I was just trying to figure out how do I ask what she does for a living, but I couldn't come up with those words. And I was like, I can't just say like, what's your job? I don't know. Everything just felt wrong. Or I could see like why that person could get offended at what I was saying. And it just like made the conversation so awkward. Um, so anyway, definitely trying to kind of get a hold of that and figure out what I can do to help that not be a thing anymore, especially in the networking realm. So those are my two goals for um, my professional life. On to health. I have never had a like weight loss. Well, that's a lie. When I was younger, definitely had like weight loss goals. And that has shifted. I will say middle school suffered with a what I would say a pretty like hectic eating disorder. Not that anybody just gets like a walk in the park eating disorder, but um, it was very unhealthy. And every single time that I've tried to lose weight, I have fallen back into that really unhealthy mindset. I don't know what it is. And just being totally open and honest, anytime that my body or anytime my mind is like, okay, we need to lose weight or we need to be healthier. I just, I cannot explain, but the only thing that makes sense is like starve, like don't eat, work out a lot, like just a lot of disordered thinking. And it takes a lot to work against that. But I think this year I'm going to give it a shot. And if it, I think another important thing for me is that I do have Zach who also knows kind of the warning signs to look for and knows to ask like, Hey, did you eat today? Or, um, yeah, it kind of keeps me a lot more balanced and can see things that sometimes I can't see. I also like, especially when you're married, if you're suffering with something, your spouse is suffering with something. And so I do think there's an added element there that I haven't had before that I'm hoping will kind of help me out a little bit in this next year. However, I just, I have gained a lot of weight over the past three years, really. And it's not something I shame myself for. It's not something I am necessarily even like insecure about. Um, it's just a fact. And to be honest with arthritis, it really comes down to if I have less weight, I have less to carry. And if I have less to carry, I'm going to have less joint pain. So it's really not necessarily like a, I want to look better. It's like, literally, I just want the number, um, that of like, I guess, fat that I have to carry around to be less so that my joints will feel better. So I think that's another reason it feels like this is a good year to try and attempt that because I really am trying to set up a future in my body right now and in my health right now that my future self is going to be really thankful for, that my future kids are going to be really thankful for. I think weight loss is going to be a little bit more of a goal for this year and how that is achieved, I would say, um, solid gym routine. I really actually do like working out. I'm not necessarily like, I'm not somebody that like has to work really hard at it necessarily. As long as I'm doing something that I enjoy, I love bar classes. I love yoga. I love stretching, but I also like enjoy weightlifting because that sometimes feels like an instant gratification thing. Another, um, Part of this for me is because I have arthritis and inflammation is just a part of my body, doing a diet that maintains that inflammation is also really important. I have noticed a very big just life difference. My energy is so different whenever I focus on eating more whole foods and doing more of an autoimmune protocol diet that is kind of more like the Mediterranean diet 
but I've noticed a really big difference on how I feel and how I move around and how I operate whenever I'm eating those foods. But I also am not going to be like so restrictive that like I'm going to family dinners and bringing my own food, no hate or no shade to anybody that does that. So your prerogative, it's just not mine. And, um, so yeah, giving myself grace to be able to indulge whenever the opportunity arises, but also just recognizing like, is this actually worth it? Do I actually want to eat this or am I just eating this because it's in front of me or because the opportunity is there? For instance, when I go out to eat, I'm not worried about eating healthy, but there are certain times that if I really checked in with my body and was like, what do we want? The answer would be something healthier. But in my head, if I'm going to make or if I'm going to spend money, it's not going to be on healthy food. It's going to be on something indulgent, right? If you spend money, you indulge. I want to kind of shift that mindset a lot for this year and start checking in with myself, figuring out what I really want and what I really need to make my body function the way that it needs to. And then, yeah, just do that, not overcomplicate it. The next one for me, and again, this may just be kind of more of the arthritis leaning part of me, but I would like to also really get up to date with my doctor's appointments for this next year. So my, I mean, I have to go to a rheumatologist every six months and I haven't been to a dentist and I cannot tell you how long, which dental hygiene is very important. And I understand, but I haven't had dental insurance in a little bit and I just got covered. And so I definitely want to take advantage of that. There's like I chipped a tooth in my in the back of my mouth and I have not even worried about it and I just really need to get on that um there are there's like some heart stuff I need to get figured out with like I was kind of roughly diagnosed with asthma but I never really went to a pulmonologist and got that figured out so there's a lot of health stuff I would like to get on the books with a doctor that can help kind of guide me where I need to go I don't want to go crazy with it, but I definitely want to take advantage of the fact that I do have insurance for all of those things and actually invest that money into myself to better my health. Those are my health goals. Moving on to finances, Zach and I have a pretty big year ahead of us. There are some things that, again, I can't mention necessarily, but are really big financial decisions. And I'm not talking about kids. Um, But because of that, we're probably going to end up draining whatever savings we have. And I would like to build that back up by the end of the year. Um, Would like to have at least five grand in our savings. And I know that either seems like a lot or very little depending on what phase of life you're in, but that is the number that sounds really realistic and good for us. And so that's what we're going to go with. For me, I have really gone through a journey in the past couple of years being married to somebody who's very frugal of not indulging as much as you know, we hear about the whole like target tells me what to buy, not the other way around. I have feel like I have really been set free from a lot of, um, materialism over the past two or three years. So that doesn't mean that I feel like I am completely where I should be or could be, but I feel like I do a much better job now in my life at looking at something and saying, yeah, it's not necessary. I think a, it's just kind of being scrappy and figuring out, okay, I could need, um, Oh, like I'm starting sourdough right now and they have all these little bread, like dough, um, 
I don't know what they're called. That's terrible. But they're like a specific. I see all of the sourdough girlies on TikTok using them. A dough paddle. I don't know. But anyway, they all have them. And I was like, oh, I, I need to get one of those if I'm going to be a sourdough girl. But it's not really necessary. Like you can use a spatula. And so being able to recognize like, no, actually, I don't need that. I can just use a spatula and it will work perfectly fine is something I've been working on a lot. So all of that to say goal for 2024 is I want one splurge item a month. And that that could mean I'm going to get a manicure or I'm going to get a haircut or I don't really feel like haircut is a splurge. But like if I was going to dye my hair or something, that would be a splurge item. And I'm going to have one of those a month. It's not like a monetary value thing. It's not like I get $300 or something. It probably is going to end up being 50 or less probably on average. And the rest of the month, I would like to just figure out what I can do with what I have. So, um, for instance, I have been doing my nails a lot more, like getting them done. And I used to do them myself, doing them myself. I would consider is like the scrappy version, getting them done would be the splurge item. So this month I got my nails done. And so I didn't buy any like crazy new skincare, Um, there wasn't anything that I was like adding to my routine or anything that I was like, oh, I really need this like one personal care kind of item. And so that is what my goal is going to be for 2024. One splurge item and then kind of figure it out for the rest of the month. Zach and I have a savings goal for every single month that we save that amount or more. Um, I am hoping that this will be, this will definitely be one of those goals that like we're going to have to work towards that and get expenses down pretty good to make this happen. I'm not going to say a specific number just because I don't know, it feels funny, but the next thing is we have a rental property, uh, the house that we moved out of in Mississippi, we rent out and I would love to get the counters redone in that house. I think a, just for investment in the property, like I think that would help raise the property value a little bit, but we ripped up part of the of the cabinet, not the cabinet, the counters, because it's just like Formica counters. And I want to get something that's like a little bit nicer, maybe like granite quartz, something like that. And we were going to redo them. And then it's just like everything that's, that was before Colorado. And so we like totally scrapped that idea, but I just feel kind of bad that they're just like chilling with a plywood counter top. It's not all of them. It's just like one small portion, but yeah, I think it would just make me feel better if that was already done because before we sell the house, whenever we do, we're going to have to get that fixed anyway. So we might as well just focus on it for this year and have that out of the way. Cause the rest of it is really honestly good to go as, as it is wrapping up finances, moving on to spirituality. I'm a Christian, so I do want to set some goals, but this is another thing where like part of this goal is really just kind of the natural process of things and working with God to kind of figure out what that means for this year. But, um, after praying about it, Zach and I kind of decided on these four things. One, we want to serve in one place at our new church. Um, I don't know if we're completely decided if we're going to stay here or not, as far as like membership necessarily goes, but I think we're going to try and go ahead and get plugged in where we've been attending. Um, but serve in one place for him. That may be the coffee shop for me, maybe worship, who knows, and find a small group community. So that's kind of more big C church goals for us. Small groups are definitely not one size fits all. Sometimes you go in and it's just like, yep, I like, it's not even about the people. It's just like, I can just tell this is not necessarily for me. 
and it can take a little bit of work. Obviously, also when you go in, you don't just walk in the room and it's like, oh my gosh, I know everyone. We're all best friends. There's a lot of relationship building you have to do. So that is going to be really important for us. And finding that small group community, I think is going to be a huge game changer in just being here in Colorado. So big goal for us. The next two are kind of more like personal spiritual goals. So one would be daily devotionals. We've been okay about doing devotionals in the morning, but definitely could be better and more consistent. But in my mind, total honesty, when I wake up, I am thinking like, can I sleep in a little bit longer? Um, I don't want to think like that anymore. I want to be able to just like spring out of bed and be like amazing. My dad like rolls out of bed and he's like, Woo, let's go. And I would love to be that person, but I am just not. We are going to try and be a little bit better about devotionals. Before we were doing a devotional plan on the Bible app, I'm going to be honest, do not like it. It's very shallow and I, I don't prefer to read the Bible necessarily in the perspective that the person that wrote the devotional did. So that has, I think, been another factor of like, when you don't like the devotional, it just feels a little like you're not necessarily motivated to do it. So what we're going to do for the new year is do, I'll have my own separate devotional. Zach will have his own separate devotional. We'll read them separately, have our own time to be able to kind of talk with God about what it means, what it, what, how we're going to apply this to our lives, what this could mean for our marriage Um, and then come together and talk through, okay, this is what I got and kind of almost teach each other through the devotional. I think that will be really big for helping something stick is having to summarize it to somebody else and give like practical application of either how I should repent because of this or how I could move forward being better. I think it's going to be a really good routine for us. So we're going to start that, um, in the new year. And then the last thing, and I've been listening to some John Mark Comer podcasts, and I love his teachings, something that he kind of touches on in his prayer sermon series was about how like we, we think of disciplines as disciplines and it's like we, it should a lot of these disciplines be treated that way. For instance, prayer, is that something we need to treat like a discipline, like something we have to do, something we should do? Or is that something that it's like, I want to spend time with God. I want to just like sit on the floor and be in his presence. And I think when we live life too fast, we lose so much of that eagerness and so much of that want to spend time with God. And so I would love to mentally slow down a little bit and just have everything feel like have prayer, have worship, have all of the different aspects of spirituality just feel a little bit more naturally present instead of something that is specifically forced into my life. That's something I feel like a lot of people don't talk about when you first get married is like you are kind of morphing a little bit and especially when you're sharing and you're talking and communicating as much as you are with this whole other person that you've just sighted or tied your soul to that, that complicates your spirituality a little bit. Um, and I, we're about, or we're two years into marriage. I have not figured that out yet. So, um, I would love to kind of get a little bit more into naturally being able to kind of flow with our spirituality together in the new year. Moving on from spirituality, we're going on to travel. Travel is expensive, right? So like there is at least if you can do this, I am so happy for you, but there is no like necessarily random travel excursions for us at this moment in our lives. Like I'm not, we definitely, I mean, I feel like we are 
absolutely 100% so blessed with the jobs that we have, with the income that we have. Um, but yeah, it just doesn't, it's not going to just be like, okay, we're going to just up and go on a trip or something to Italy. Not there. So we like to talk through every trip that we have planned for this next year. And also just it, it completely fair. We need to talk about feasibility. We need to talk about if we're going to travel to Dustin in May, we need to buy those flight tickets in February, which means we need to budget for that in February. So this has helped us tremendously with managing our money is talking through like, okay, logistically, like when do we need to purchase the Airbnb? Great. We have to have that money in November or whatever the case is. So, um, some trips that we have planned, we are going back home to Jackson in March and we already have that booked and we're so excited because it was so much cheaper. It was like half the price as when we last looked at it. So like the Lord is good. Um, we're going to Destin in May for one of our best friend's weddings, which is so exciting and so, so pumped for that. We're going um, probably on another trip in August, and we'll see what necessarily that ends up being, but it's kind of up in the air at this moment. And then we're going to somewhere west in the fall, so Montana, maybe Wyoming, I don't know, somewhere probably in September um, September, October area. We're going to Zach's family for Christmas. So that's another kind of financial thing to consider. And then we had a goal to do two or three weekend trips in Colorado this year, which I feel like is a very attainable goal. We got a lot of camping stuff for Christmas, so that's exciting. And we'll definitely be putting that to great use. Next category is routine. Routine for me is just, we think about all of these big categories, you know, the jobs, the health, money, but like on the day to day, what are we setting goals for? I think it's also another really good thing, especially for married couples to just talk about your expectations logistically for your goals for 2024 or for the next year. So for us, car wash once a week, a deep clean once a month, at the very least, we pay a subscription here in Colorado because it snows so much and it can kind of like actually damage the paint on your car if you don't get it washed. We have a subscription for the pilot and I keep that girl clean, okay? So I want to continue that. The other thing we talked about was just being less messy. We can tend to kind of just get a little bit lazy around the house and it's like, okay, instead of putting the jacket where it goes or putting the laundry in the hamper, like we're just going to like throw it on the ground or throw it on the couch. And I would like to definitely not do that as much. Another big thing that I would like to work on is if there's, and I say this for me, like this is not a dig at Zach. If there's dishes in the sink and there's a clean dishwasher, or like if I'm I'm done with a bowl or a dish, I'm not gonna just put it in the sink, like put it in the dishwasher, rinse it off, put it in the dishwasher. Then it's like basically just loading itself throughout the day and you don't end up with a massive pile of dishes in the sink and you end up being able to run a dishwasher when it's like, okay, boop, there's, that's all it can handle, let's run it. Big goal for me, but I'm terrible with dishes. I just, oh, they just stress me out a lot. So the next thing, which we started doing this when we moved to Colorado, and I'm telling you it's a game changer. I'm going to actually do a separate video, video, a separate podcast on this later. But Zach and I have every Friday morning, we have a business meeting. And this is where we talk about anything that we need to know, expense-wise, schedule-wise, um, this is when we check up on each other. Like, how are you doing? This is when we check up on like, how did we do this past week? Um, every Friday morning we have a meeting about that. And 
that has been, I'm telling you, a game changer. We come up with the weekly meal plan. So we're on the same page. We've already talked through, like, you're doing dinner this day. I'll do the dinner this day. But we're not doing dinner this night because we have this thing. Like, I cannot explain to you how much of a game changer this has been for us. So I highly recommend. Um, but that is something we are going to continue into the new year. We also do this where the Friday before the start of a month, we have a whole monthly planning section as well. So anyway, like I said, I'm going to do a separate podcast on that if you're interested. Um, the next thing was daily devotionals, which I talked about that in the spirituality section. And then the next thing was date nights once a week. We really let date nights go. And I highly regret that now that we've started implementing them once a week. It doesn't have to be expensive. It doesn't have to be a million dollars. It doesn't have to be a stay at home thing. Like we just need to spend quality time where we're putting away our phones. We're not kind of mindlessly doing whatever task we want to do or cleaning or something like that. It's just intentional time spent together, right? You don't need a definition of a date night. You know what that is, but We want to do that once a week. And I want to start that, especially early in our marriage when we don't have kids. I want to get that like just so set. Another thing, which if you're married, I feel like it's one of those, if you know, you know, but Jess Connolly talked about one of her podcasts that if her and her husband get in an argument or like a fight on a date, they have to redo the date. And she was like, I just don't have money for that. So it's a really great motivator because it's, you know, if I get in a fight during a date night and we have to redo it, like that's a whole financial thing that I'm having to invest back into it. So it's like almost a, you have to pay money to get in a fight and it's like, I'm not doing it. It almost, yeah, I just feel like that would be a great way to be like, is this really worth it? Probably not. Let's move on. Lastly, I don't want this to sound heartless, but relationships is one of the categories that we put in here. The reason we're putting this in here is also because we're managing some relationships virtually and that is not our strong suit. So creating some really intentional goals is going to be helpful for us to be able to keep our mind on the right thing or keep up these relationships that we have in Mississippi while also forming relationships here in Colorado. I have a book club with my sisters. It's been so fun. And as much as like, it's not one of those like cutesy, like we're just getting dinner kind of things. Like you have to read a whole book, right? So like it is a little bit of investment in time, but I have loved doing it so far. We had one in December. Um, like we've read, we chose the book in November. We had the book club in December and we have another one in a week from now. And I'm just really excited. I feel like it's been just really fun to have that connection with them. And because we've lived so far apart for so long, it's yeah, just nice to have a touch point where it's like, oh my gosh, y'all can just come over. We can talk about books. This is amazing. We have a good amount of friends back in Mississippi. And for me, it is a very helpful framework to have a goal of FaceTiming them once a month. So there's about three or four different couples that we just really want to stay in touch with and make sure that we intentionally pour into that relationship. So for us, yeah, it's going to be important that we're like, okay, we're going to FaceTime them, even if it's just five minutes, just to touch base and be like, how are y'all? We're going to aim for once a month. I would like to have one friend here in Colorado that's just like a a good friend that sounds so lonely and sad but someone who's not my sisters and is a new person for me that lives locally I would love for and this is kind of one of the faith things it's not something that I can like poof into existence just because I made a goal but to yeah have somebody local that I feel like is a really good friend for me. That is a big prayer for 2024. Like I said, I am not fantastic at virtual relationships and my phone can sometimes just get like stupid overwhelming to me. So a goal that I have is my friend River who lives in 
well, Wyoming right now, but Montana later. She, I would love to just pour into that relationship and be really intentional with her and my friend Sammy about connecting and yeah, just making sure that I'm actually being intentional about those specific like girl relationships. That is everything we have touched on professions. We've touched on health, finances, spirituality, travel, routine, relationships. We touched on it all in my opinion. This is um, I think a really well-rounded category list. And for me, some really good things to focus on. I feel like I have a good split between goals that I can do something about and things that I just need to have faith that the Lord is going to provide for. So I hope that you guys are excited about 2024. If your 2023 was rough, can I just say I'm excited for you in this new year to experience everything that the Lord has for you. If you had a fantastic 2023, I am also excited for what 2024 holds for you. And just being realistic too, of course, like every year is not going to be fantastic. Every year is going to have a down point. It's going to have a high point and respecting those things for what they are. So I am looking forward to this new year and what it could provide for me, my family, for you and yours. So I hope that you guys have a fantastic day. If you liked this episode, feel free to share it. Um, You can also rate the podcast, which would be fantastic. And I will see you guys in the next episode next week.